0: Chapter 6, Get How We Do It Unlike the what skills, which are practiced in a one-two-three linear way, the how skills are practiced simultaneously. The how skills are practiced non-judgmentally, one-mindfully, and effectively.
1: Non-judgmentally
0: Non-judgmentally assumes we observe and describe without an evaluative quality. No good, bad, right, wrong, worthwhile, worthless. Let the arguing begin. What, you're telling me there's no right or wrong? Nobody's a bad person? What about the prick Justin at school? What the hell is this hippie brainwashing? All right, grab the reins Air Haas. I'm not instructing you to no longer discern what or whom you like or dislike, or to ignore behavior that violates your values, okay? I'm saying that the more specific we can be with our language, the more effective we can be in our daily lives. You are welcome to have opinions, even strong ones, that we disagree on. What we practice when we're practicing our core mindfulness skills is stating opinions as opinions rather than as fact. I don't like Justin, gets no argument from me or mindfulness. We generally wouldn't name call because it's probably not from wise mind, meaning, most people when they're honest with themselves, don't value name calling. Although, I think he can act like a real prick sometimes, might. It's all up to your wise mind values. By the way, not all of your values are going to be the opposite of what your parents taught you. Some of them will match your parents' values and that's okay. True freedom comes when your values are based on what is genuinely important to you, not just opposing people you are angry with in the moment. Bottom line, this is a tough skill to practice and will take some time. It's easiest to start with taking this non-judgmental stance with yourself first. Observe your thoughts. Usually we call them worry thoughts because most are based in fear your thoughts about yourself, and catch the habit of judgment. I'm so stupid becomes, I wish I hadn't done that. I'm a bad person. We reframe to, I made a mistake and I'm embarrassed. You are becoming more specific in your languaging in order to more effectively participate in your life. This leads to a greater understanding of yourself and what your experiences of emotion are and what they're telling you. And it'll come in real handy later when we practice communicating with another person, which exponentially increases the chances of misunderstandings.
1: One Mindfully One
0: Mindfully is the practice of doing one thing at a time. We focus our attention fully on the task at hand, whatever that is in this moment. Wash your hands, play your game,
1: talk to your friend. Be present
0: with whatever it is you're doing right now. One mindfully can even be practiced with worrying. It's an old psych intervention to have people who have a lot of anxiety that interferes with their day to set aside a half hour at the same time each day to do all their worrying. Sounds nuts, huh? Yeah, but when your whole day is filled morning until night with intrusive worry thoughts, it can be effective to set aside that time to one mindfully worry. That way, most people can catch themselves worrying outside of that half hour and just coach themselves to worry later during that scheduled time. That cuts down on the daily amount right there. The second benefit to this intervention is that by the time the half hour comes, most folks don't have a whole 30 minutes of worrying to do. They find that most of that shit just repeats every time they feel fear, And when they've disciplined their mind to do it at the scheduled time, they run out of things to worry about in like 10 minutes and get bored with worrying. Kind of cool, huh? And it's not a trick. You can know everything about this intervention and it'll still work. Try it if you worry a lot. The one argument I almost always get when teaching one mindfully is, well, what about multitasking? I'm not supposed to do that now? First of all, no one's making you do anything, so bag the victim-y stance, yeah? Secondly, when you think about it, multitasking is more of a switching task anyway. You kind of go from one thing to another, even though there are several tasks in a certain time frame. So how do you know if you're multitasking mindfully? So how do you know if you're multitasking one mindfully? In my opinion, two ways. First, are you becoming emotionally activated or dysregulated? Are you feeling more and more anxious or frustrated as you engage in your tasks? Then you probably aren't in wise mind. Hey, if you're getting more and more excited and happy, more power to you. You may well be in your wise mind. In that case, giddy up. If you're stressed, you might want to slow down, breathe, and attend to one thing at a time. Secondly, how are the tasks going? If you're doing several things at once and all of them are kind of going to hell in a handbasket, you might want to check out if you're in wise mind.
1: Effectively.
0: Effectively is how we strive to do most everything in our lives. It's kind of like the what skill of participate in that way. In fact, I'd say we practice all the core mindfulness skills in order to effectively participate in life. What's your objective? To be right? Whatever right even is or to be effective in meeting your objective that's based in your values and emotionally regulated. In other words, at your baseline, calm, content, at peace,
1: free. Choice.
0: You choose. Is your behavior chosen for what's most effective for the environment as it is, or as you think it should be? Sometimes when you're in the lower power position, like in class at school, in an argument with your parents, at a job, being right might get in the way of being effective, especially if your objective is to avoid negative consequences. Sometimes keeping your mouth shut is the most effective thing to do. It's taken me a long time to embrace that one. And some would argue I have plenty of learning to do yet in that camp. The difference between you and me lies in our values. Lots of times I've just taken the consequences. Lots of times I've just taken the consequences. Because to not stand up to something or someone for something I believe in violates my values. You choose for you. And I choose for me. I drive really fast, for example. That's against the law, but doesn't violate my values. You might disagree, and that's perfectly okay. Also, driving fast can increase physical danger and cost money in tickets, so that would not be the most effective choice in most cases. Though it also doesn't make it, by definition, wrong. The Core Mindfulness Skills module teaches tools to slow down reactivity and impulsivity in order to facilitate your awareness of choice and how to behave most effectively to meet your objectives in a way that is in alignment with your values. We're reducing messes and erosions of self-esteem and building courage and self-confidence. A homework assignment for this week, then, might be to first pick a real life situation from this week when you were emotionally activated, dysregulated, triggered, and write down how you were still effective. If you were not effective, why not? What got in the way of being effective? Next, make your unedited list of values. You are only doing it wrong
1: if you don't do it.